Holy fucking shit. We're back with the Translator Podcast. We're in a car. I'm in a car. I'm driving in my car on the way home. And I didn't think that I would do a podcast in a car ever again. It started with a podcast in the car. The very first episode, one, then I had the name Single White Male as the name of my podcast. And I changed changed it to the translator. It started in a car. I felt I went in my car to a parking lot nearby where I live. I pulled out a semi-decent microphone and I had a, and I actually attached it to, I think my phone. And I would talk through that mic straight into the um, the board here. I mean, the, the phone. And, uh, and I, that's when I did my first episode. And it was, it's interesting. And now we're coming back full throttle, probably a new episode on Tuesday coming out. And I wanted to preface it. I was driving home and I said, why don't I just pop my headphones in? You're going to hear a lot of car noise, a lot of background noise. I'm on the highway, but I wanted to talk. And I said, why don't I just record this? Because this is the semi-comeback episode of The Translator. And welcome to it. All right. So what the hell have you missed? What are we going to talk about today? There's, I mean, there's just so much shit. There's so much shit. And, and you know, this is the thing. We got to get more people listening. We have a lot of people listening. I sound like Trump right now. We got to get more people listening. That was a terrible impression. But... Um, that's what I thought of in my head, at least. And so, looks like we're about to hit some traffic, so we're going to have plenty of time to talk today, folks. Yeah, like an accident coming up. But yeah, I mean, in the car, you know, I don't like this because I like the ultimate quality audio with the microphones, the good mics, the good soundboard. But because I have the ability to do this, we're going to just try it out, see how you like it, and just go with some ideas on the fly. It's going to be quick. I'm going to get you in and out of here quick in and out of here quick yeah it's a fire truck it's an experimental episode two fire trucks okay not a bad accident okay not bad um so but what you're gonna start hearing moving forward is what i should say is like really um some fun content when you tune in i think we want to make it where you know you're you're getting away from the world when you tune into this podcast you want to get away from here's some anecdotal shit here's some Fun things about, um, here's the most impossible. Of course, I missed the exit. This is the most impossible exit to get off of. That was right after the accident. Golly. I better give me another opportunity here because else I'm going to have to go miles. Um, God. And it's, uh, um, it's one of these things where I want you to be able to get away from this fucking traffic, you know, and get into something that's uh, just a little more fun. Um, to get away from your day when you put this on, you know, like I do for many of the podcasters <coughs> that I listen to, I listen to a lot of West Coast comedians that are stand-up comedians, and I put on their podcast, and it's usually two of them, they may have a guest, and they're just talking shit about whatever comes up, making each other laugh, and uh, you kind of get lost in it, and then you're before you know, like if you have something you need to do, if you're cleaning up around the house... Well, that's what we need. Things you can do when you listen to the episode. Obviously, you guys already have guys and gals of something that you do when you're listening to the podcast, whether you're working out, whether you're cleaning up, whether you're, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, and you can, whatever you put your podcast on and you're doing something, usually it's a habit. And that's what I do, at least. So I have mine that I do for a lot of different things. And I, that's what I want to be, I think. 
I want to be that escape for an hour or however amount of time. And then when you move to video, it's going to be a little bit different, but at the same time, uh, it's still going to have have the audio stuff here. So I'm going to try this exit, and it could screw me over. Uh, let's see if it takes me where I want to go, and this one pop back on the highway. This could could fuck me over. This is a rated R podcast, folks. Uh, and uh, yeah, a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, obviously, I don't have my guest uh, co-host with me right this minute, but. Um, this was how how it started. So I'm trying to think of the best way to to kind of paint certain things. I mean, I want it to flow when I start going, and I want to. Um, I think we're going to touch on some current events and stuff like that, just to kind of have some gossip going on in the show. A little bit of gossip with current events. Um, but if there's something else that kind of gets it going I want to hit that too I'm trying to think of, of recent news I'm sure that you're all thinking of it in your head right now recent news that, that had come up that maybe you want to chat about um I'm also thinking about doing a gaming a gaming podcast for all you gamers out there I know a lot of you ladies probably probably aren't gamers and a lot of you guys some of you maybe are uh but uh, I think that's something that is going to be for you know specific audience so if you live in a big city then you probably hate traffic as much as I do. Um, I fucking hate it. But we're moving right along here. And, you know, one of the things that I immediately go to when I start the podcast is like thinking of when I have somebody on, it's a lot easier because we're just kind of talking to each other. And when it's me and I don't have a computer in front of me to look up anything, I try to just go off like free throw, free flow thought. Oh, look at this mall. It's a huge mall. It's packed to the brim. This is Sunday. Sunday packed up. Sunday at almost 7 o'clock. And I'll tell you one thing. I almost moved to the beach. This is what we should talk about. I was so close to moving to the beach in in a actually affordable apartment that was a beach. And when I say 100 feet from like the beach, uh, I mean 100 feet from the beach. So you walk out, it was the fifth floor, okay? Fifth floor of a beach. Basically, when you walk, when, you, when you're able to, you come out, fifth floor, you go down, you're on the bay, okay? So the bay's on one side of you. So you walk down out of your apartment, you can go down to the dock, and you can literally be, you can go on a kayak, you can go into a whatever kind of ship you fucking want. But the point is, it's on the gigantic bay of the Florida coast, right? Okay. This is about mid Florida near Tampa, but on the Gulf. So if you go out there, I mean, there's fucking sharks everywhere. I mean, gigantic sharks. It's Florida. And, uh, but I like to fish off that. I like to fish off that. You can catch probably the best, some of the best fishing in the world. And, um, that's just the bay side. That's on one side of the apartment. That's the, the private dock for that apartment. Then they have a pool right next to the dock, a nice pool, brand new brand new grilling spot two little small dog parks one for big dogs one for small dogs this is all within the apartment complex it's not too big so it's not a gigantic huge where they don't care about the people that live there it's small enough to where you still have that kind of feel where everyone sort of has seen each other around uh and then they have a gym and everything and and they're brand new remodeled across the street from this is the public beach access private and public right next to each other that's where the access is so when you walk through that and you go to the public beach, 
then um, you can walk on the beach every night. You're right across the street from the beach. Uh, and it's a really nice beach. So you can go and fish off the shore. You can go swim, anything, right? And then you can literally just come back and go, okay, I'm, I'm back in my apartment. So this is, this is important if you have any kind of like transitions or just like, I don't have kids and I'm not married. You know, I'm single and there's a lot of uh, opportunity right now for me to kind of do whatever I want. I have a, a good job that makes good money and it's remote so I can do, uh, you know, I can live wherever I want. And, and that, you know, that was sort of what sparked this whole thing. I, I kind of always wanted to live in this particular place. And I finally kind of took, uh, I looked for three months, just to give you the whole story. I looked for three months. I did, I looked, I called, I mean, I probably called like 25 places and I, and talked to people. Oof. Just lost my headphone. I hope that messed me up. I talked to probably about 25 different property managers and I, I looked at all the pictures, all the amenities, and I found, I think, two of the best places that are on that, that particular beach. And both of them were Bayside, and one of them was Bayside and Beachside, and that's the one that ultimately I was on the waiting list. I was on the waiting list for about two months because it was so it's so popular that, they, that no one wanted to leave. And it, just by chance, I had an opportunity that had come up. So I'll go further into it in the, in the next episode, but but right now... I can tell you, I, I got this one place <coughs> that I had uh, <coughs> paid the application fee on. It, now, this place, the first place that I was going to go into, because the second place I was on the waiting list wasn't open up, and I was like, all right, fuck it, let me just get at least get this one place down here. Actually, let's go back a step. There was three places total, okay? There was a condo. It was... Again, on the bay, uh, but not on the beach. And it was a fully furnished condo that they were only renting for five months. Fully furnished, five months, nice condo, like really nice condo. Like granite, you know, um, countertops, like just it really nice, big kitchen, beautiful place. Um, but it was really expensive. And they wanted they wanted first month and they wanted first and last month's rent up front plus the deposit, which was a month of rent. So you're talking about you're like you're talking about five thousand dollars. Hold up, six thousand dollars up front plus um, the deposit. I'm sorry, the application fee and the background fee, which I paid uh, to to run everything, and it was fine. Um, and then. That lady, um, and then I backed out of that one because I found the other spot that was that was less, and that was way cooler that I also wanted. So I, she, obviously, you keep she's able to keep the um, the deposit, and um, and that was fine. It wasn't too much. So this, there, here comes the second place. The second place, I went and looked at it two times while I was down there, and I and I kept thinking it was really awesome, but um, it was a two bedroom apartment. And it was more expensive. A little, no, actually, it was the same price as the first one. And I think I liked it better because it was a year lease, and it was a cool. It had it was it had less rules. It, you were able to go right to the on the dock and start fishing. You didn't have to worry about these condo rules and all this, that, and the other. 
and it was only like eight people who rented there. It was like an eight unit apartment, which was amazing. Um, but then while I was, when I was there, I was like going to go through with it and everything like that. And I just had to give, give the lady the, the background app fee or whatever. And she's going to do everything. We're all set to go. But then the lady called me from the first place. I think she called me at that point. And she said, Hey, an opening just came up. And I was like, really? And so I had to call the other lady back and say, Hey, I, my place was that I've been looking for, for, you know, three months or two months. I'm on the waiting list opened up they were they were $250 less in rent did not require me to do first class and middle <coughs> rent they just required me to pay it was like a $250 application and background fee and then I was able to go um and then just pay like a prorated rent when I got there and I had like two and a half weeks to to move there from where I am it's about an eight hour drive so it was like the ultimate thing in the world and I was just so happy and so excited. I called and I canceled the other part, the other one. So now I'm just dealing with this amazing apartment on the beach. Okay. And I was, I came home from vacation. I went to vacation down there. I came home and I started feeling like really happy that I was back in my hometown and the place where I was, I started getting this nostalgia some kind of feeling like I just missed it I missed being home because I was on vacation for a long time I I, um, I was excited I, I really like where I live now do I really want to move because I started looking into the rentals of the trucks that was going to be you know, like $600 to get down one way um, with and then trying to move the furniture myself and all this that and the other and then I was thinking well I don't need to bring the furniture down I don't need to get a moving truck I'll just put in my TV is in my car, you know, because I put my Xbox, my TV, you know, my clothes in my car and then drive down and then I'll fucking, I'll buy furniture, like cheap furniture when I get down there or something like that and just live and just enjoy the beach life for a year. But I have thought about this a lot since and I thought about it then. I started to get nervous and I started to feel overwhelmed and um, I started to feel like I didn't have the resources to, to make it all happen as quickly, I think, as it was coming up. And, you know, I don't know if you ever, if any of you have ever moved from one place to far away or, or you know, a long drive as opposed to just maybe one city to the next that's close to it or whatnot. But obviously you have to buy a moving truck. You have to, you know, you have to rent a moving truck, a U-Haul, if you have things like that. Uh, I didn't want to leave my things behind. And... I have furniture I've had for like so many years that I, I'm, I'm attached to it. Like I, I have emotional attachment to something. It's crazy. I have like this sentimental value because <clears throat> the way that I think of it now, as I'm, as I'm just talking about it, it kind of picked up on that the furniture has lived with me for so long through, through my good times and my bad times. It sounds so crazy to say, but it, it, it's lived with me that it, it, it has inside of it necessarily like all these um all these things i've been through it's like in the wood like my my um for instance my uh coffee table the coffee table i've had that thing for i have another one now actually i have a couple but the one i had i've had that for like 15 years and let me see i'm this much old now so i was yeah i've had that since like right after college and 
it's like I, I've had so many, so many hard times in my life and so many good times. And it's always been my coffee table. And every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, that's my coffee table. And it just, it just, it's so familiar to me. You know what I mean? So it's one of these things where you're kind of almost like getting rid of your family in a way. And I know it sounds, sounds so nuts, but I think psychologically, that's a, that's an interesting way to break it down because it does to me now make sense that you get, that's how you get attached to these things. And you see them all the time and, and they're, they're, you know, furniture is always there for you uh, in a weird way. It's, 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 it's solid. I've got this also this great chair um, and when you spend money on these things too you know I spent well first the chair I didn't spend that much on the chair but I've had it for so long I think I found it like a garage sale it's this pump and chair it's this big brown super comfortable chair that I've had for so many years and it's this old school style of chair that you it, it I had to clean it right so it was uh it was uh the pad the pad can get dirty over time it's a giant green it's almost like half an egg shell on a chair. Excuse me, the pad's really comfortable and the shape of the chair is gigantic. You just kind of, almost like you're just hatching from it when you're laying it. And um, so I took the pad out, I take the pad outside like on a sunny day and, and uh, take soap and water and scrub it down and then clean it out, or, you know, and then I would uh, let it rest in the sun and it's super, you know, super clean. So I do that every, you know, I guess every couple of years or whenever it needs it. And, um, and it's just been there and it's part of my living room and it's, it makes your living room so much more, uh, interesting and so much more comfortable and cool. Uh, you know, instead of just having some little chair from Ikea, which awesome chairs, they have great chairs there, but it's kind of a different thing. So when you get, when you start to acquire furniture, um, it's hard to let go of it is the point. Um, especially if you spend money on something I spent, I think I spent like $750 on this this matching set of entertain, entertain uh, like for your living room. It'd be like two bookcases and like an entertainment center center where you put your TV on. And it's all matching barnyard uh, collection, which which I was trying to buy the whole collection. So over time I started buying each of the piece. We bought these three pieces together and um, they're really nice. They took a long time to put together. And the next thing you know, <clears throat> You can move them like once or twice and then you get to be careful because they start to break down that's another thing about the furniture they, they can break down so you have to kind of leave them stationary that's another element that got added to this and i'm thinking about all these things while i'm trying to move and i'm going geez i'm getting overwhelmed i'm getting very overwhelmed because <clears throat> i'm very attached to my furniture and i know that it's going to be really difficult to move all this furniture to this place um and that that was a big that was a big part for me um, and that probably overall contributed to, to a lot of this. If I can figure out how to, you know, a way of, uh, around that. And that's why, like, it wouldn't be a problem for me to move, um, close by where I live now, because first of all, the truck is going to be really cheap and, um, it wouldn't destroy the furniture as much because it's so close by. It'd be easier for me to move. I can get help. Uh, I still kind of have to figure out how to, um, wow. I just have to figure out how to kind of um, maybe let go of some of that stuff, you know, because I think it did cost me an opportunity to move to a really beautiful place in the world and different place and ultimately be able to walk on the beach at night. I mean, how many of you can say that you live on the beach? It's not, I'm not trying to, to, to sound like, like an asshole, but how many of you can say, Hey, yeah, you know what? My backyard, it's the beach. 
and you know the ocean oh by, by the way both sides are too like i walk outside i can fish and i can clean the fish and cut them up and then i can grill them right there or i can bring them up to my farm right there and do it i'm gonna have a fresh florida fish for dinner every night like grouper and all that Does anybody else can say that i mean can you walk on the beach every night you know smoke a joint on the beach or smoke a joint walk across the beach and hear the beauty i mean this is a nice part of the beach too a nice part of, of, of florida it's not it's it's south florida it's not inland obviously it's on the coast it's right on the shore so uh i think part of me was like yeah i, I have the ability to do that because i don't have kids i'm not married i'm not providing for anyone unfortunately you know that's another thing that we can get into but i don't have anyone that i have to provide for or have responsibility for in a weird way if i don't have kids this is my way of saying, well, if I'm not going to have kids, I'm going to fucking live it up. Because I know that there's a lot of you out there that says, go fucking live it up. I've got kids. I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. But <coughs> but if I didn't, you best believe I'd be at the beach right now. At the bar. You know what? I don't even drink, but man, when I was at that bar, wow. It was, it was pretty special. And um, yeah, so, so that's something that I wanted to share with everybody there's there's definitely some lessons in there about uh, certain attachments overall i didn't even get to the point that i i ended up having to call the lady and said listen i i just really really wanted to thank you because for three months you had talked to me a few times and put me on the, oops, I'm gonna leave my there, put me on the waiting list and then called me up right when you had something like you said you would got me in got me to the point where I was going to send her two checks this is another part this is I was actually about to get I went to my local grocery store to get cashier's checks is that what it is traveler's checks cashier's checks whatever and that's how you get given the application uh, in in background fee you have to send those checks down along with filling out the application and I was in that process of like getting in my pay stubs, this, that, and the other, and going online to my company and trying to figure out my damn password. Don't even get me started on that. So I get into my my pay stubs and then, you know, fucking print those off and then print off the damn application and then and then fill it out and then fucking scan everything in and then fax it back over. I mean, they make things so fucking hard nowadays. I mean, they really they really do. I mean, you can't have a digital, you know, thing. I mean, there's no, we have no application online, no kind of computer program that you go to a website and you can do all that and they can get it on their end. I mean, I mean, honestly. So I'm like, yeah, well, I'll I'll get this. She was like, she wants it right away. I'm like, okay, well, I work all day long. So I have to do it after work, right? After, you know, and I got to eat and I got to fucking, you know, I got to figure out how to get all this shit scanned in, faxed in, issue. I'm going to go get traveler's checks at at the grocery store after work and then get it all to you by the end of the night or some shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, give me a fucking breather. I mean, I want the place, but, you know. Anyway, it's a two-way street. So that, again, that added to it. When I went to the grocery store, I kind of, it all hit me at once. The furniture thing, the, the quickness of everything. The, you know, <clears throat> you can't get a refund in the traveler's check. Something goes wrong. You know, having to print all this stuff, scan it in, fax it. And right away and I was working I'm trying to you know make sure I do you know a good job at work and this that and the other and it all hit me and I just said you know what there's something that's really bothering me there's something that's telling me hey maybe don't do this right now um, maybe it's not the right thing for you uh, 
in the sense that like that it was all going so quick and and it just gave, it, it told me it just said listen it's not right so i said for once i decided to listen listen to myself and and i took a breather and i walked around the grocery store and I said wait a minute i don't have to do this no one's forcing me to do this if i don't feel like this is the right thing to do right now then i'm the one that decides what i want to do and after about maybe 5 minutes of kind of thinking to myself i said you know what i'm going to take the night you know pop their timeline and get this over to me by the end of the night that i'm going to take the time and i'll think about it overnight and i'll make a decision tomorrow so once i made that decision i i calmed down so much started calming down and went home you know sat around in my office chair and i said uh, you know it feels good not to to be rushing cuz i was i was wanting to get moved there so badly for so long i was everything was i was putting a lot of energy into that finding this place every day after work looking looking on the computer trying to search and find the right place and taking time calling people all to this one end that i was at and then when i got there it it didn't feel everything wasn't right or else i i, I wouldn't feel that way i said to myself if i feel this way then and maybe something's wrong and i also thought well that's probably i also feel that that you know i'm just you know i'm a little it's probably natural to feel nervous on the unknown that that was it too so it was, i think it was a dual feeling of course being you know a little afraid of the unknown as well as the other feeling that was i feel like i'm rushing my furniture this that and the other so i had all those feelings and i said well i could either push myself to do this And when I get there and I finally unpack and get all my stuff in there and I'm in there and I'm paying the rent. Not cheap rent. It's not expensive for where where it is. It's not cheap. And I start living there I could feel like oh man, really that I'm in this. This is really exciting. I could have a great adventure. You know, so there that tugs on me nowadays, but um I took the day and next day and I said uh you know what? I something's making me not do it so something's stopping me so I must listen to myself and I I finally called the lady and I said listen it's you know I want to apologize but I need to I don't think I, for some reason now's not the right time now now something's telling me now's not the right time you know I apologize I really appreciate what you did for me uh you know I'd like to keep the communication line open if there's not an opportunity that you that you in the future to work with you again and and help me move there <clears throat> you know I'm open to it if you are great if you're not I understand so she actually said she was cool with it you know just you want me to stay in touch if something opens up I said yeah that'd be great <clears throat> we'll see what happens in the future but you know I knew I do know it's always going to be there I mean the property's not going to go anywhere of course the rent was always going to be more expensive we can't help that uh, and, and and it might have been perfect for this year to do it too but uh um, you know I'm only getting older right but i know that uh you know it's always going to be there and it, it may not be the fifth floor perfect facing out to the the beach where i could see the sunset every night out of my kitchen window which was un- unbelievable but uh but it may be at the same time it, it actually may be still there so so that was kind of the, the i guess the story i wanted to to, to tell today and i appreciate you listening and uh you know car episode i'm finally getting home now and i'm actually surprised that uh, this was a lot more fun than i thought it would be Sorry for the audio. <clears throat> it sucks, but um 
the next episode is going to be back in the studio. And I hope this one was one that was, was uh, I hope you were able to get lost in the story. That's kind of the thing I want to be able to get to, get lost in the story a little bit. Hopefully you connected with some of the things I talked about. And uh, feel free to write in to the show uh, or call. We can do the call-ins. I think I'm going to uh, put all the the, uh, the ways to connect, to ask questions. If you want to be on the show, if you're in the area, um, we'll do that in the next episode. So just keep, stay tuned. Keep listening. And I appreciate it. Hopefully you're hearing this one. That means that you're still, still a listener. And we're really trying to ramp this thing up. All right. Well, let me get back to this here. Get back to my life so I can bring you some more stories. And we'll talk soon.